two, one. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. That's right. This is a new year. Yeah. Today's the new year for us. For us. Yeah. So how was your, how was 2018, Chad? Um, uh, <laughs> it was fine, I guess. I don't uh, I don't know. There's. Do you feel like you accomplished a lot? Yes. Good. I mean, well, for part of the year I did, I guess, because I was only working for half the year. <laughs> but. Right. But you finished up a lot of your school stuff. Yeah. So. So. It's good. Twenty eighteen, and now we're in twenty nineteen. Yeah. That's funny. What did you do for New Year's Eve? Literally nothing. Same. Sean and I went to bed at 10.30. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, it's 10 o'clock roll around, and Sean has been quite tired, so I was, she's like, I'll go to bed. I'm like, well, I just can't go to bed at 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve, so I stayed up till 10.45. <laughs> I think I played two or three rounds of Fortnite and just went to bed. Like, <clears throat> I got second place in two of them. Oh, wow. I, I always get second. <laughs> I can make it to the end. I just... It's that last kill. I'm usually, I'm usually dead by the time I get there. So it doesn't. I. I <laughs> you got doesn't mean anything to me. You got to play some Fortnite, Chad. I was almost thinking about it the other day because I realized, oh, it's free, and yeah. I was playing my, I was playing my Xbox, and I was thinking, oh, I could, or I could just keep playing hockey. So <laughs> yeah, I. The thing with that, actually, I'm like this close. An inch with my fingers. <laughs> I'm this close to not playing it again. Like, like slowly finding other couple games to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gets it's so repetitive. It's a great game, but it's so repetitive. I'm just kind of. I've played a lot of hours of it with friends. I've I've played like fifty matches on my own, which sounds like a lot, but it's not that many at all. Well, probably if you compare it to like some of the kids, like. That we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or people who play just in solo in general. Like, mm. I've probably played six, 700 matches. Oh, my goodness. But Or more than that, probably. But uh, I'm probably close to 1,000 matches. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I'm considering switching off it. It's, uh, you know me with popular things. Yeah, I yeah. Like, it just turns it off for me. And it's <laughs> been like that for, like, two years. So... <laughs> I just, you know, I'm kind of getting, I'm kind of getting sick of it being everywhere. <laughs> now that's game of the year, you have to stop. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is a hard eye roll for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Um, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, no. Have you ever done one? Well, like, I remember in school, teachers like being like. This is something we do in the new year. You're supposed to make resolutions. Right. Stuff like this. And I, so naturally you would have, but like... Yeah. Have but, you ever done one and stuck to it? Have you ever like picked, picked a new year's resolution and then actually stuck to it? No. But also like... I don't know. There's like things I've resolved to do that haven't happened during the new year. Like... Right. It's... <laughs> I've made changes of habit that haven't been motivated by oh it's a new year so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of like i suppose i'd be similar and i have a lot of resolutions throughout the year it's mm. not a new year as new year's resolution yeah. like i'll resolve to you know go stay off my phone for a week or something just to right see how that goes 
Yeah. Well, um, there's got to be something you're planning to do in 2019. Um, planning to do in 2019. I don't know. I don't like because ugh, this is like my converse, conversation I had with my parents like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Did you record it? No. Have you started the podcast bald in me yet? No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're like, oh, well, you're nearly graduated now. What are you going to do? <laughs> and it's like, I have like no idea. So. Well, yeah. you've got uh, really till the summer to figure that out, don't you? Because that's kind of like, if, if you go camp wise, you'd have to start in the summer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you still have work terms and stuff you got to do anyway. So. Yeah. I think it kind of job, depends if I get offered a job or not. Right. But, eh, yeah. I don't know. So, get offered a job at the hospital, I mean. Right. So. <coughs> Is that, does that happen often? Yeah. Huh. So, I'm not worried that I wouldn't find a job at the hospital. It's. Can I make fun of you if you don't get offered a job? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you must suck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would assume they're looking for more male nurses. Are they? I don't know. Here, this, this, okay, this might be, someone consider this sexist, but I promise it's not. Okay. But I would, I personally think there should be more male nurses in the hospital. For what reason? Um, I would be more comfortable with certain things if it was a male nurse. Okay, yeah, good point. Um, also, like, protection-wise. I don't feel like there's crazy patients sometimes, um, mm. and at least you might be able to, uh, you know, I, I, I guess, well, obviously more the merrier, like in terms of people, but men yeah. would be, contribute to that a little bit more. Like for instance, uh, another, another side of it would be, um, there's certain things that it's probably harder for a woman to do. Um, Chris dislocated his shoulder or his mm. arm. Yeah. And, uh, there's like five female or five women trying to pull it out and put it back in. Oh, yeah. And then they had to get a male to come along to oh, like yeah. actually give it a good, I think, it, he, I, I don't know if he was a janitor, but he was just like, a. <laughs> I don't know if he was even a nurse though, but like he was, he might've been an EMT actually that just was happened to have been there. Oh, okay. Anyway, I can't remember now, but anyway, I remember the female doctor and it's not even so much she was female. She's just small, really small. Yeah. Like, and Chris is a big guy. And so to pull out, He's, big guy's arm. His whole <laughs> arm is probably tensed up. So it's oh, like yeah. you're fighting his whole, all he was, his strength. Yeah, he was like two hours oh, yeah. of it dislocated, I think. And he was also really cold too. So it was like, oh, he was yeah. like shivering the whole time. Um, but uh, anyway, so something like that. But uh, I'm surprised that, like I personally would feel more comfortable with a more even split. Hmm. I've never had to go in for any procedure that I'd prefer either way. But I can easily think of a few that I'd prefer to have, you know, men. Yeah. But same as my doctor. I have a female doctor. Some things I'd feel more comfortable not having a female doctor, but I guess, I don't know. Just I, I haven't been to the doctor's office in a long time. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's to each person. But at the end of the day, I don't really care if... Someone's qualified. I'm going to get through with it. It's just my comfort, so whatever. Yeah. So I would never want to make any change to that. But I'm surprised there's not a push for that because there's not as many. Although there must be more now. There must be every year. There must be It was. More. It's funny because it's like it, the ratio of, of 
like men to women you see in school, it doesn't seem to reflect the ratio in the workforce. Like, I feel like there's a lot more men. Do they maybe go to different careers than hospitals? Because that's where most people. No, no. I mean, I mean, like I've only ever seen like at most like four guys in a class. Oh. But for like out of forty, so it's like a a one to ten ratio, pretty much, or a one to nine ratio. But it seems like it's it's probably like a one to like six, one to seven ratio in the hospital. Oh, okay. At least on like most floors that I've worked on. Hmm. So it's. I don't know. That's an odd experience for me, I guess. Hmm. But. Anyway, um, yeah. I, I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. But no. Yeah, so... Nursing. <laughs> nursing. <laughs> um, there was something I was going to ask you about New Year's resolution, um, but I can't remember it, so I guess we'll just skip by it. So you didn't make any this year? No. Uh I don't generally make one. I always resolve in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm, it's a new year. I'm just going to start something. Just yeah. like, I never with the intention to like, I have to finish it or whatever. And right. it's usually something more generic that I've been trying to do all along, but just another reset of it. Yeah. Uh, I did watch a video today though of someone who uh, resolved for one year to learn how to play the piano. Okay. And he devoted two hours a day. Oh my goodness. And by the end of the one year, he was incredible. Well, yeah. The first, No, but like, one year doesn't seem like a lot. Like if you say I've been playing drums for a year, I'm going to be like, okay, you're going to, you're probably bad. But because most people or any instrument, but most people in one year, they only play an hour here or there, whatever. And they just start to learn. Yeah. Um, but this guy was better at piano than I would be at any of my instruments I've ever played. Like times 10, <laughs> like he was really good. And he show, it showed the first day of him playing. He was like, you know, just the typical. He was working on a scale. Just right. Just forth, working on a scale. And just learned, you know. And, the, and like a month in, he was playing, is it Fur, Furleys or Furleys? Furleys. Furleys. Yeah. That song. Yeah. Anyway, he's playing a little bit of that, but really slowly. And he's just kind of messing with it, whatever. And then uh, by the end of the year, it was just incredible. Like, inc- absolutely incredible. Yeah, but you think about it like doing anything for two hours a day. Every day for a year. So it got me thinking. I thought of a unique resolution. Okay. That uh, if I was a trendsetter, this might be it. Okay. <laughs> Here's you, what can't, you can't be a trendsetter once it becomes too popular. I, know, you have to, I have to abandon it. <laughs> but here, this is why it's cool. Instead of one year's resolution, you do 12 one-month resolutions. Okay. Okay. So you start at the first of the month. And you resolve to work on one thing, like, really hard. So, two hours a day. or Like, if you just think of it in terms of a month. Like, if you think, i got to learn the piano in a year. That's, like, a lot of time and you know, whatever. But if you think, I'm going to devote one month of my life, as much spare time as I can get, I'm going to put into learning the piano. You could probably accomplish quite a bit in one year. In one month, I mean. Okay. So, but then, for someone like me who likes to hop around in hobbies a little bit, with my spare time, I can change it up in the next month. Or even uh, maybe one month's too, uh, too much or not enough. You go three months, four times a year, you switch and you just hammer it down. But I think I, there's actually a YouTuber who, I don't know his name. I watched it one time. He was doing, um, I don't even know what they're called. Uh, it's not a chin up. It's a, you, you pull up oh. on the bar and then you get right up, muscle up. 
Okay. That's what they're called. Yeah. Anyway, you basically pull yourself up to your chin, but then you're able to lift yourself up to your waist on right. the bar and then drop back yeah. down. Anyway, it, it showed his progress. It took him like 90 days or something like that to actually be able to do one. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah, yeah. And he's just an average guy like like me, nothing fancy. But anyway, he uh, but he does that as a YouTube channel. He sees how long it can take him to master something. And uh, so I thought like that'd be a pretty interesting way to tackle it. Like one month, just devote all your time to like one hobby. Uh, what can you accomplish in one month? And then the next month. So I was thinking like, you know what? I've, I've recently been getting back in archery a little bit and I got new limbs for my bow. So oh, okay. my, my previous bow was 45 pounds. I mean, it just took 45 pounds to drop back to my chin. Right. But I got new limbs for Christmas that are 34 pounds. So it's 10 pounds lighter, but I've got to like relearn how to shoot yeah. a little bit. And so I've been practicing a little bit and I'm terrible. And I used to be really good. Like I, here's the example. So I bought a bow two years ago, whatever. And I took my hunter safety course within like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so for two weeks, actually it might've been more like a month, but anyway, for that, for a month, I had a target set up in my basement. I would shoot like 150 to 200 arrows a day. Okay. Just every day I go downstairs, shoot, shoot, and shoot. And by that time I was able to hit a six inch to 12 inch target at 60 feet away almost every time. Okay. Just be consistent. And then that's how you have to do to take your test. So I was able to do that, but now I, Ooh, I'd be lucky in like two and 10 arrows hmm. to hit that target, which I'm not happy about. Interesting. So I feel like I've lost that skill, but I'm overthinking. It's like golf. When you work on your yeah. swing, the more you work on it, the more you suck for a while and get back to it. But so I was thinking if I devoted one month to archery, where I just like hammered down, got the technique, watched videos, like locked in. Because it's all about uh, being consistent. So you've got to have your hand rest in the same place. But I shoot a recurve, which means there's no sights. So you've got to go by feel. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I'll watch Lord of the Rings movies to get into the, into the spirit of quick shooting. You know, watch Legolas for a bit. Uh, Did you know in that movie, <clears throat> he couldn't move his arms fast enough. So they had to like to... to even just to make, he didn't even have to have an arrow in his hand. He couldn't move his arms fast enough to get, a, just move to the back of his head to grab an arrow, fake, and then move his hand up. Like they had to speed that that process up, just I to get him going. I think I heard like all, like there was like quite a few scenes they had to speed up stuff involved. Yeah. In oh yeah, I think so. Like, well, he's an elf in yeah. the movie, right? So he would be. I'm pretty sure, like the the. Um, uh, Helm's Deep, when he's like surfing down the stairs on the shield or whatever, or was it a shield or a body? Now I can't remember. He, um, he had, I think it was a shield. Like that was obviously sped up. Yeah. So, um, and I'm pretty sure he didn't actually surf down the stairs. Okay, I'm sure there's a lot involved in that <laughs> shot, yeah. but um, hmm, that's interesting. But anyway, but uh, yeah. What were you going to say? So you think you'd have enough to do two hours a day? Well, here's the thing. There's nothing I put two hours a day into. Yeah. Even at, like when I'm super excited about something, I never put two hours into it in a day because I don't have time for that. Mm. So I was thinking um, I would just like have to find a way to focus all of my thoughts and energy and t- free time into that hobby. Uh, so it wouldn't be like two hours a day. It would be like all my spare time would be consumed by that for a month. Okay. So archery, for instance, I'd be watching videos, 
of archery while I'm lazing around instead of like getting up and going. Mm -hmm. The only problem with archery, for instance, is I can't put a target in my basement anymore because my basement's finished. <laughs> Whereas before I was able to just, oh, yeah. I didn't have drywall or anything up, no paint. So I was just firing arrows, no matter if I missed, hit, whatever. Uh, but, and I can't shoot arrows when Colin's asleep and it gets dark early. So it's not a great time to do archery. I'm probably gonna wait until mm -hmm. a little bit later, but anyway, just something like that would be interesting. I have always wanted to learn how to play the piano. So I thought one month of just learning how to play the piano, especially if you got decent at something that might motivate you to actually maybe do another month of it. Yeah. And yeah. also I feel like there might be some truth to this. Once you get to a certain level of something, you can always go back to it and still be pretty good at it. Yeah. Like riding a bike. The old saying, you know, it's like yeah, riding yeah. a bike, you'll always remember. There's the muscle memory side of it, but you really only need a little bit of practice and you'll be yeah. back at it again. So I feel like if I can just push my skill of piano up to a point where, you know, I've got the muscle memory of the scales and all that stuff happening, then I might be able to you know, go back to it in a couple of years and pick it up again. Interesting. Uh, do you have any other things you want to, you'd want to... I think about for this month thing, you mean? Yeah. Um, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking it'd be kind of interesting to do like a really intense month of Bible reading. Like try mm -hmm. to tackle like the entire New Testament in a month or hmm. something like that. And then it would be devoting all my spare time to reading. Yeah. Which would be fine. So I would just, you know, at work, at lunch, breaks. Well, I don't really have breaks, but, you know. Mm -hmm. But I also really don't like spending a lot of time on my phone. So True. also mm -hmm. thought about a month with no phone. <laughs> um, I've done a week before, but. Hmm. I could do that, but then my parents would freak out. <laughs> well you'd they have to yeah but you'd have to like still answer phone calls and stuff yeah but you wouldn't have to uh like you you wouldn't use it for anything but phone calls and text messages only important text messages it's funny because i have a friend who well actually the phone i have right now mm -hmm. um friend sold it to me because his idea was uh he wanted to go back to an old like non-smartphone like mm -hmm. he and he had one, and he, the only reason he got rid of it was because he, like, dropped it in water or something like that. And it, like, got ruined. So, oh, okay. so then he went back to, like, one of his old, old phones. And so, but, uh, yeah, no. He, yeah, he <coughs> basically had the same thought with that. I can remember the one week I did without a phone. And if anybody wants to try this, it's actually really interesting. Just go a week where you just basically... Have a spot in your house where you set your phone down okay. and it always stays there. And so you can still hear it if someone phone calls or texts, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can go answer it at that spot, but that phone never leaves that spot. So then you, that's an easy way to, to lock it in. Okay. But uh, I can remember the first like couple of nights, I would be sitting on the couch. And you, you feel yourself reaching for your phone, yeah. which everyone's experienced that if you forget where it is, whatever. But I can remember being so tired. Just like, I want to go to sleep right now. It's like 7.30. And I really wanted to go to sleep. I was so tired. But I realized it's my phone was, keep, my phone was keeping me distracted enough mm -hmm. to actually like, you know, I'd pick it up and look at it. And it would keep me awake enough to get through the night to yeah. before I go to bed. Whereas without that distraction, I was like, I, I needed more sleep. I was ready to go to bed at like 8 o'clock. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, 
was I going to say? How did you keep your uh, Snapchat streaks alive? (laughs) (sighs) That was a rough week. That was a rough week? Yeah. Have you ever had Snapchat? No. No. Uh, I feel like... I'm going to... I'm 99% sure I'm incapable of maintaining a social media account. I don't think about myself that much. Well, I think about myself. I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying I don't think. I'm selfish, but I don't think about like what I'm doing, or I don't think about oh, this moment I should take a picture. Yeah. Of it. Like <laughs> I, I ne- I've never had that thought, except yeah. for like Cohen's doing something hilarious. Even then, it takes like ten tries, and I'm like, oh, I should probably grab my phone mm-hmm. and record this. Yeah. But like even precious moments like that, I never even think to pull up my phone. I just enjoy what I say. But I think that might be just what just I guess naturally. The, the natural outcome of, you know, not having a social media account for a few years. So mm. I, social media is good for one thing, you know, um, you know how you get do that like symbol with your hand where you like, you make a ring with your like index finger and your thumb. Yeah. And like when you get, you put it like below your waist and someone looks at it, it's like that game you get to yeah. punch them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big thing at camp this summer and I didn't participate except with one guy. <laughs> So it's uh, every once in a while I'll send him a video or something like that. I'm just like, it was just like me like surprising him somehow, like getting the look at the ring basically. And then, but he lives in Ottawa now for school, so it's, hmm. uh, I won't. Uh, Snapchat, Snapchat ring. What? You should do a Snapchat where you're getting to look at the ring. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I do. I've done that. Uh, I get them on most social medias. Uh, the latest one was Facebook Messenger, which I think really surprised him. He was good. He, he was he was <laughs> happy about it. And he thought it was funny. So speaking of surprises, okay, I've got a I've got a really good uh, snow globe story. Snow globe story? Yeah. Okay. But I won't I won't spoil it for this episode. Okay. Next episode. Okay. Hopefully by then. Okay. I don't know where it is now. <laughs> It's in my house. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. But not for long. Okay. And you'll never see it coming. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I was listening to music this week. Okay. And I came across an old band that I used to love. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to play the music because Chad doesn't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. uh, but uh, it's a band that we used to listen to in youth group. There was, they had one song. They're a Christian band. Um, at least from what I can tell. Their messages are clean and... It's one of those bands you don't really hear the lyrics when you're listening to them. It's weird. Like, you can listen to ten songs by them and you won't even realize what they're singing about. Okay. I think if you dove into their lyrics, it would make sense. But they were on one of those, like, Christian wow hit things, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, Further Seems Forever was the band. They had a song called Light Up Ahead. It was like this animated army guy, like, running through. Um, I know you'd know it if you see it. Like, I don't know. Uh... (laughs) I just I know the name of the band. Yeah, look. I up, don't ever remember. It's uh, "Light Up Ahead" was their hit one. Really? But um, I was listening to them, and it just music brings back memories. But then it got me thinking of a couple of other bands around that same style that uh, I used to listen to. And have you ever heard of the band Abandoned Pools? No. They were on a show that I watched in high school. Don't judge me. But uh, Clone High. Okay, I remember that. <clears throat> and I watched they were They had actually pretty good music on that show. But anyway, um, they I used to listen to them a lot. 
And so I was listening to some of their songs. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember these guys. And, you know, just thinking about whatever. And then I heard one of their songs. And it got me thinking. uh, I started listening to the lyrics. And I never noticed it before. But they had some, like, anti-God lyrics in them. Not Further Seems Forever. This is the Abandoned Pools band. Okay. But um, anyway, uh, and it got me thinking. Like, now I can't enjoy the song anymore. Because I actually know what it's about. Right. So have you ever had that? Have you ever been listening to a song and it's like you realize what it's about and you're like, oh, I just can't enjoy that anymore. Like, I just don't want to listen to it anymore. Um, no, I, I'm trying to think now. That's, I've never, I don't think I've ever run into that before. No, it doesn't um, happen very often. But if you, <clears throat> if you... Well, I guess, have you ever listened to the radio and maybe really liked a certain song? Or do they, actually, let me ask you this. Do you censor your music by lyrics at all? No. No. Um, I don't generally think about it too much. If they're, I'll say right now, if they're cursing and swearing every couple minutes, I don't even, I just shut it off. I don't, it's not that I'm so anti-swearing that it, I <laughs> shut it off. It just, I can't enjoy it. Right. It just, and to me, I, music listening to music is one of the ways i can um, i've learned that i can worship god better mm-hmm. uh, whereas i've also learned the opposite of that uh, worshiping uh to like a worship choir or a praise team or something like that i don't worship as well okay. like it's worship to me um and i would like to talk to a pastor about this kind of get their perspective but um worship to me is more individualized and between me and God less about the community around me. Right. Which I think some people are naturally that way, but then other people will be like, you got to be in a church and other people around and like, that's how they, they find their worshiping God the best. But, um, for me, it's like awe and wonder is in when I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Almost always. Mm-hmm. I'm never around a group of people. Well, then I shouldn't say never at all, but, um, I'm generally not around a group of people when I'm reading scripture and I'm like, Oh wow, that's incredible. Like that, that's so true. Or, or, you know, I think, you know, um, I wish we'd plan this out a little bit better (laughs) because like, I don't want to talk about something here that I'm not entirely knowledgeable about, but it's, yeah, I don't know where to go with this because it's uh, the idea of like corporate worship and all that mm-hmm. is like people experience like awe and that, but it's like it might not be genuine. I, is that where you're going with it? Like, there's be some there's a phenomenon of like you get endorphin rushes and stuff. Oh like yeah, that yeah. From like the crowd from yeah. how I smacked the counter there. I don't know. That's that right. Um, yeah. So I just don't know if, yeah, it, it, it might sometimes affect the genuineness of. Yeah. And I can see that because I can remember um, before I would call myself a Christian I would be at like a youth conference or something like that, like mm-hmm. the one conference, but like the previous version. Yeah. And 
um, I would be listening to the music, my friends would be around, and I would see one of my friends like really getting into the song or the speaker, and it would stir up an emotion in me, which mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily fake, but it was not brought about by my own thinking. It was brought about by my friends. Yeah. Emotional reaction. Um, that's Chad's playing the Light Up Ahead song by Further Scenes Forever. This is the one that was on the, the video. Oh, okay. I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember this at all. Okay. Well, it was at the youth, we played in the youth room quite a bit. Anyway, um, so I, I, the thing is, though, I know biblically community is extremely important. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, and this is just because I haven't really looked into it much yet, but maybe by the next episode I'll look into it. But I don't know if it talks, the Bible talks much about community worship as much as it talks about individualistic worship, like relationships with God mm-hmm. are more personal. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I would totally believe without actually looking into it right now, but I would totally believe if someone came up and said, well, it would depend on the person. So some people are more extroverted. Some people are more like they, they, they feel more open around people. Whereas mm-hmm. some people feel more open alone, whereas mm-hmm. some people are scared of being alone. So like it's the whole, there's a whole bunch of different dynamics there and personality plays into everybody. Just mm-hmm. even into your relationship with God, as same as it would be a relationship to a spouse or a best friend, you know, it would be personality would mean a lot. So, but uh, I don't know if the Bible talks about that as being, you know, a sign of anything, uh, you know, if you can't worship corporately or in a community, then I would almost think of it being the opposite. If you can't worship alone, that would be more of a scary trigger to me in my mm-hmm. head. But again, that's more my way of going about it. So like nine times out of 10, the moments where I'm in awe of God the most are alone reading scripture nine times out of 10. So, right. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, have you ever, Taken a personality test. I I'm, recently took one. Which, a, a psychologist certified one. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, and I've also taken one of these before. Six like years ago. personalities. Yeah. I've taken this one a few times, which is interesting because it's changed for me. Oh, yeah. But it was... Well, <clears throat> that's the problem with these. <clears throat> it changes because depending on how much you know, what mood you're in when you take it, what you're, how you're thinking about yourself. Well, they say you should never take a personality test more than once, um, (laughs) while you're in a time of transition in your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, well, the one I took was, um, it was, uh, actually I was going to talk about last week, but self authoring suite. It's, um, basically it's something I've always kind of wanted to do. Um, just to kind of like prioritize, what I, what I've done, what I'm currently doing and what I want to do in the future. Um, and just so I can be more focused in what I'm trying to accomplish. And, uh, anyway, it's a paid program that you, you do and it's it's not super expensive or anything, but self-authoring in the sense that you study yourself and you write a book about yourself to, to then, you know, know more about yourself so then you can plan for the future. It's, that's not a bad explanation. But anyway, with it, there's um, a personality test that's a hundred questions written by psychologists. You pay like 10 bucks to do this particular one. 
it's the one they recommend to do before you do the self-authoring program. Okay. But I haven't really gone through it too much yet. I just took it more for the background data. So then when I go through all my authoring stuff, I have this to read as well. But uh, it turns out I'm very agreeable. It goes on for four things. Agreeableness, conscientiousness. So agreeableness as in like how likely you are to agree to, with someone. Mm-hmm. Conscientious about how aware you are about okay. yourself and how self-aware I think is what it means. Um, aggressiveness. I think is one or is it assertiveness anyway i'm not sure it's based on four big ones and then those four big ones are broken down hmm. but uh anyway it's, re- it's really interesting but uh yeah right. we should uh you should take that same test okay it's it's 10 bucks but you should take the same test and then and then we can compare results well why better. Is better. <laughs> Why don't you just take the 16 personality? I could. It's true. It's uh, true, and that's free. So It is free. It's a smarter option, Chad. See, I'm agreeable. It's <laughs> uh, funny. The thing is, I'm high on agreeableness, but not by much. I'm more agreeable than most people, but that doesn't necessarily mean much. So, okay. anyway, doesn't mean I'm going to agree to everything either. Um. Before we end this episode, because we're running out of time, right? We're out of time. <laughs> we are. Yes. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to bring up, and it might take long, so maybe we'll do it next episode. Shoot. Um, hmm. I'm just trying to think it through. Do you have anything else you want to add this episode? No, uh, no. I'm. Okay. I got us off track of this personality stuff, anyways. Oh, no, that's what we do now. This is this is what we do. We don't plan. We just talk candidly. That's going to be the new, that's the new plan. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go about and do it here. Okay. Might take five minutes. It might be a slightly longer episode. Okay. Um, I have an apology to you. And I haven't, for those listening, I haven't talked to Chad about this yet. But I have been a jerk playing board games. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. I'm only starting to realize the... And maybe, maybe this isn't that big of a deal to you, but I feel like it. Like if I played with myself, I'd hate myself. Just <laughs> let me let me explain it all, and then I want your thoughts. So, a, I've realized I'm unintentionally cocky. So, like when I have a good move, you're probably gonna laugh at this, but when I have a good move, I like I like to flaunt it. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so great. Like, and but then I like over bright, and it's not so much that. Like, I'm more proud of myself that I come up with this good play mm-hmm. um, because I'm not the greatest of board games. I would consider myself very average, right in the middle. Okay. I don't win most of the time. I win probably less than most. Well, I have the average. stats. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, but I enjoy playing them. Yeah. So I've realized that, and I would hate if I played with someone who did that all the time. So apology number one. I get to apologize to the rest of the board game, guys. Maybe this isn't a big deal, but I think it is. So there's that. Um... I pick on, unintentionally, I pick on you. And I think you pick on me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were we playing? <coughs> Secret Hitler. Mm-hmm. And just the first game we played, we're just like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Back and forth at each yeah. other. Like, no reason at yeah. all. <laughs> but I, I think I... It, it's, it's weird. It's subconscious. So I don't like it when I play a game and someone always picks on me. For instance, when we play Coup... Mm-hmm. Most people, not with 
our group, but like with other groups, when I played with them, they would yeah. always knock me out first. Right. And I, I mean, I obviously thinking about logically, it's because I was the bigger threat just because I played the game more and whatever. And so that's who you take out in that game. But that was very frustrating. Yeah. And so I've been getting more aware of it until the last couple of weeks, but starting to realize that I, I unintentionally pick on certain people, usually depending on where I'm sitting in the table. <laughs> but if the person's quiet, like for instance, our friend Zach, I wouldn't, I don't pick on him very much because I don't really, he doesn't say much. So yeah. I don't really think yeah. of him very much, yeah. but you're very vocal when we play. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, chat. And you usually <laughs> diagonally across from me. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it works out good to, but, but I've been thinking about that more. And I think I'm unintentionally attacking certain people. Um, and there's one other thing, but I'm sure there's lots more, but I'm slowly becoming more aware of this. And it's like, it's actually hard for me to, it's hard for me to admit on one side, but it's also just hard for me to realize it. Like, just like, oh crap, it's, I'm the person I wouldn't want to play with. Um, so maybe I'm, here, am I, okay, I want your thoughts on it. Go. There's a lot of people I've played with who are <laughs> way worse. Who, if you, if we wouldn't still be doing board game night if you were as bad as you think you are, I guess. But I have to know, the last time we played, uh, Gizmo was here and yeah. Ben, and we played Sheriff of Nottingham. Were you picking on them because they were the new guys? I I promise I wasn't. That was okay. the third thing. Okay. So the third thing was I I didn't even think of that. I no. literally didn't even think of that until you mentioned it. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, no, that's not what I was doing. Because I was getting some steel steals off you and Zach, who have played a lot. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I no. realized after, because I dominated that game. Like, yeah. I dominated. But I realized after, that's probably, well, that was why. But but I did not know. Not even for a second did I think of that. Yeah. So So there's my problem. So when I play games, I probably do all the things that, annoy would annoy me but i don't do them intentionally i never mm. think of it that way mm -hmm. like i wouldn't even it wouldn't even cross my mind to be like or or i never even cross my mind to pick on someone other than the person in first everyone always yeah, takes yeah. the person in first out right. and that's the first thing that comes to my mind but i'm never like oh that person did something bad to me last game i mean i may say it out loud like as a joke thing but mm -hmm. i've never like consciously thought i'm going to attack them for that reason but but yeah no i, I did not do that okay <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. There was one play where, for the game, it, <laughs> Sheriff of Nottingham, it's, uh, it's, think of customs, and it's basically one person is, like, a customs agent, and, like, <laughs> everyone has to, like, they're trying to smuggle through contraband, and they don't want to be caught by the customs officer. So, our friend Gizmo was, he was the sheriff, and the customs officer or whatever he you handed him your bag of whatever and i handed him mine and i remember you like what i thought i genuinely thought you were like oh i can just get one over on gizmo by saying whatever and i remember <laughs> i remember being like okay this is completely different adam has never said this before playing the game and i remember thinking that and i was like Gizmo, that's what he's doing. And I remember, so it was like, I was praying on Gizmo the same way. Oh, you're worse then. <laughs> but, but also it just came down to, it came down to Gizmo, whether he, who he believed. Yeah. Was it going to be like, oh, 
was is Adam doing what Chad is saying, or is Chad just trying to throw Adam under the bus? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I can remember that particular play. Um, no, I was not intentionally doing that. I mean, obviously, I would do certain tactics with certain people that I would never do with others. Yeah. That's subconscious, though. Like, there's there's one, our friend Kyle, I he reads me like a book. So I can't pull anything off on him. Yeah. I've got to, like, I literally, and I this is something I do do, I think in my mind, okay, random emotion, random <laughs> scenario, random, what am I going to do? Am I going to stick to it? I don't even remember what's in the bag. <laughs> just, like, what I'm trying to sneak through, whether it's good or bad. And I just lock in and just commit to it. Mm-hmm. And we played one game where I lost like almost all my money in the first round. And it was just yeah. terrible because that play happened to have read right into played yeah. right into Kyle's hands. But anyway, yeah. Any other thoughts? So you, you would agree that like the cockiness, like you must see it. Like when I have a good play, I, I make it pretty obvious that I have a good play. I'm trying. Well, yeah, it's okay to be critical. Like, it's okay to be critical. Yeah. But it's it's scaled down. It's not. I've like I said. I've played with people who are yeah so much more than that. Like so, it's not. Yeah, it's not bothersome. Oh my! My pen's falling apart. He's taking apart pens here. No, it's literally falling apart. So no, it's yeah. I've. It's something I'm working on. Yeah. It's something I'm working on, and I figured I'd share it to the podcast with the podcast okay. because. I think everyone should be more aware in social settings how they act. But I am like, in the words of Paul, I am chief amongst the worst <laughs> when it comes to that. Like, I feel like, I feel like I'm the worst per. Like, if I know if I played with three of myself in board games, I'd hate myself. <laughs> that would be. Shauna tells me that every day. <laughs> that would be an interesting game to see. <clears throat> Shauna, and I'm sure most people say this to someone they're around a lot, but you you couldn't live with yourself is what she would say. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah, she's like, and you know, like mostly joking, but yeah. like, like uh, I'm the person that I'm complaining about the most. I bet you there's some truth to that to most people, though, with most with most people. Yeah, um, like they, the people that they hate or find annoying, are the very people that are the, do the types of things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny, kind of, but uh, or it might be the exact opposite. Like they absolutely will not do that, so that annoys them. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, this is interesting. Psychology, like <laughs> board gaming, <laughs> coming around to psychology. Well, it's uh, more than board gaming. I've got it. Like I've realized over the years that I am the least. I, I'm. I'm not very aware of what I'm saying or I guess the impression I'm giving to people. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I could be rude to someone and I would have no idea. I could sound completely rude and like a jerk. And afterwards, Shano or someone would be like, why do you say that? And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I, and I realized that's a bad combination for a youth group leader <laughs> and <laughs> someone who's a fairly social person. And you know, like that's a bad combination. I really do try to think about it a lot, but to anyone out there, if I've offended you on this podcast or in person, I almost guarantee it was by accident. I, in fact, I don't remember the last time I've ever intentionally tried to offend someone. I don't think most people go out and try to offend no. some, some people, but 
Anyway, there's my uh, New Year's. I'm starting New Year's off with a new attitude. A new attitude to how I play board games and how I carry myself in social settings. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> so this one went, oh yeah, it, it went more than five minutes. It went 10 minutes. So yeah. I guess. This is should... why I was hesitant. I knew it could be like, a, it was a five or a 10 or 15. So okay. in my head, I'm like, oh crap. Well, I guess it's time to end then. Yep. Um, uh, any, any, any thought you want to end on? I have, a, you brought up stuff that I want to talk about now. <laughs> <laughs> so well, maybe I have we just... record a part two soon. So okay. Then. So I'll just, I'll write them down. Okay. But we'll talk about them later. Okay. So pick up on part two next week, right? Next week. Next week, part two. Until then, I'm going to end in this soft yet warm voice. I was... I was thinking we should sing sometime. Okay. Just because we brought it up last episode. <laughs> SpongeBob's intro. SpongeBob. Oh.